0: From Emmy Award winner Rex Miller, an Academy Award nominated and Emmy Award winning filmmaker Sam Pollard, comes a new documentary film about the first male African-American tennis player to dominate the tour. The film is called Citizen Ash. It's an exploration of the legacy of tennis great and humanitarian Arthur Ashe. Ash, who would have turned 78 last month, died of AIDS-related complications in 1993, but his storied career is only surpassed by the esteem he felt off the court for his activism on behalf of civil rights, global human rights, and a compassion for those afflicted by HIV and so many other things that he was just a wonderful human being. So I'm truly honored to be able to talk to you about him with one of the co-directors of Citizen Ash, and That would be Rex Miller. Rex Miller, welcome to Film School Radio.
1: Thank you, Mike. Great to be here.
0: Yeah, as I said to you before we started, I remember Arthur Ashe. I remember him very fondly. I remember some of his big matches, even uh, more at the tail end of his career. But nonetheless, he was always uh, such a competitor and such a, a a brilliant tactician, as well as just off the court, just an incredible human being. How did you become involved in a project to document his life?
1: Mike, thanks for that nice intro. I am the product of two tennis fanatics uh, as offspring of tennis-playing parents. So uh, when I was like two or three years old, I was the kid in the crib next to the tennis court. When I was six years old, I was at the 1968 US Open finals at Forest Hills watching Arthur Ashe play. I was actually there by myself, which is a whole nother long story because it was played on a Monday and my parents had to go to work. As a junior tennis player in Queens, New York and around Long Island, I often imitated Arthur Ashe's serve along with my friends. And so I have a tennis story. And my mom, who was Jamaican and a brown-skinned woman and a tennis player, played Althea Gibson in 1958 in a match at the Marion Cricket Club, which at the time was a segregated country club outside of Philly and my mom lost 6061 but that was her greatest tennis moment one which i heard about a lot so that led to me making a film about althea which came out about five years ago and the althea film sort of opened a door where i was contacted about some interesting archival material about arthur ash a woman linda zimmerman reached out and, and said my father was the photographer for life magazine in 1968 that had Arthur on the cover. And he spent a week with Arthur. And we have 41 rolls of film that nobody's ever seen before. And you should do a film about this. And anyway, that's what got the ball rolling. And five years later, and a a great team effort, and a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and Mr. Sam Pollard coming on board to help make this film a reality. Yeah, we now have a nice film about a wonderful man.
0: Thank you for that. That's a great answer, and what an interesting uh, journey these things often take. These documentary films. I'm always fascinated by the uh, happenstance, luck, the residue of hard work is good fortune, yes. and all of those things that come along with with the making of a documentary film. In addition to being the director of the documentary about Althea, this is your first foray or your second, I should, let me put it this way, your second foray as a director. And you've been a shooter or cinematographer for most of your career. Is that—is that right?
1: Yeah, well, my, my career arc was a photojournalist for about 12 years in New York City, shooting all kinds of long-form documentary, portraits of musicians, uh, corporate portraiture, all kinds of stuff. And then I segued into filmmaking. And uh, I've made a few feature documentaries. I did a uh, a film about a kid from Uganda who overcomes obstacles through tennis. And okay. so I've kind of straddled this world of tennis has opened up some doors to tell stories for mm-hmm. me, but I've also sh- been fortunate to shoot for a lot of amazing documentary directors, including Sam. That's how we first met.
0: For people who only know the name Arthur Ashe, they, they may know him as a humanitarian. They may only know him as a tennis player, um where would you put him in sort of the the his place in history as a tennis player
1: well as as a tennis player he can't escape you know the the moniker of first black male to win a major title you know 1968 he won the us open he followed that up with winning the australian open and then probably his biggest tennis glory is winning the most famous tournament in the world wimbledon in 1975 defeating jimmy connor's you know the evil foe So he wound up number one in the world in in 68 and then again in 75, which was interesting because a lot of people thought his tennis career had kind of like was on the decline. And there were the pundits who said he was spending too much time on social issues and not enough time on tennis. And he proved them wrong by beating Jimmy Connors and winning Wimbledon. But as Arthur said, he didn't want to be remembered just as an athlete. He thought that was... A a human being who hadn't reached his potential to only be a champion on the court. He's always thought the true mark of of a man or a woman, a great person, is the mark you leave on the world, the way that you make other people better. And that, I think, is his true legacy. He was involved in so many causes. I myself learned about apartheid through Arthur Ashe going to South Africa. And to me, the big takeaway about Arthur is that. As he said, you cannot sit on the sidelines and do nothing. You have to be involved. And he said, you know, you start where you are, you use what you have and do what you can. And to me, his most important legacy is that, yes, you can't sit by the sidelines. You have to use your voice. But most importantly, it needs to be your voice. Find your voice. Don't let other people influence you. And I think that's so appropriate for today where like the country is split into all these silos where I feel like people are influenced by bad sources, you know, and they don't educate themselves enough to get the big picture. Arthur was all about education and intellectualism and discourse and bringing different people to the table. And he was also all about being pragmatic. And he proved that, you know, Black people are not monolithic. They don't all think the same way. There are many different approaches to creating change. And Arthur proved that he was going to do it his way.
0: Absolutely. The film, again, is called Citizen Ash, and it is uh, the centerpiece, one of two centerpiece documentary films at this year's Doc NYC Film Festival. One of the things that we learn in this film is the the relationships, the connections he made along the way, not the least of which is his relationship over time with Nelson Mandela, how that came about, how, and as you mentioned, South Africa is something that was important to him to bring attention to. And in that process, he took some heat for going to South Africa at a time when uh, that was thought to be the wrong approach to trying to essentially break the the stranglehold that that system of repression was exerting over Africans in that country. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, the the connection he uh, established with uh, Nelson Mandela and how important that was to him.
1: Yeah, um, I was really intrigued with that part of his story because I learned about apartheid through Arthur going to South Africa. And then in the mid 80s as a aspiring photojournalist, I went to South Africa. I I hitchhiked around East Africa through a bunch of different countries and then spent a month in South Africa as a very nervous, young, inexperienced photojournalist and saw for myself how serious things were there. It was still apartheid. Mandela was still in prison. Arthur learned about apartheid and Nelson Mandela from a white South African tennis pro player on the circuit with him named Ray Moore. And as early as about 1964, Ray Moore, who was like a progressive, white, educated South African, and he and Arthur would have long conversations. And he said to Arthur, there's a black man in prison in my country, and you should know about him. He'll probably be the first president. And Mandela didn't become president until I think it was the 90s. And Arthur already had Mandela on his uh, radar. And as he said to his brother, Johnny, did you know there's a black man that went to jail in his own country trying to get the right to vote? And that touched Arthur deeply to his core. And he spent the next 10 years trying to go to South Africa. And as you mentioned, he took a lot of heat. He took a lot of heat from people in this country who said, don't go. You're going to be supporting and making the white government there look good, that that you're going. And he was even upsetting a lot of progressive blacks in South Africa that said the same thing. But he went for two reasons. He went because he said, I want young Africans to see what it looks like to have a free black man in front of them. And I want to show how a black man can win at this sport. And then secondly, he wanted to upset the apple cart, so to speak, by going there, but most importantly, he wanted to see for himself. And he says, how can I talk about this situation if I don't go and educate myself and see what's going on? Because to him, education was so important.
0: It's just a terrific film, a terrific documentary film. It's called Citizen Ash. It will be theatrically released December 3rd in New York City as well, December 10th here in Los Angeles. So be looking for this. And it is being released through Magnolia Pictures as well. Is it it's a CNN film co-production with Magnolia Pictures? Is that a, the right way to put that, Rex? Well, I think it,
1: it's a CNN film and it's being theatrically released by Magnolia. Uh, thank you. And then thank you. Uh, it'll eventually stream on HBO Max after it's released, uh, I believe, summer of 2022.
0: You have a lot of opportunities to see this, and you should take advantage of those opportunities to see Citizen Ash, the story of the late, great Arthur Ash, and a number of people in it. Billie Jean King, John McEnroe, Donald Dell, uh, as well as Professor Harry Edwards are a part of this film, as well as his wife, Jeannie matusami ash It's terrific stuff, so be looking forward. Again, the film is called Citizen Ash, and i want to thank our guest today, co-director, along with Sam Pollard, Rex Miller. Rex, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on Film School Radio.
1: Mike, great to chat with you. Thanks so much.
0: You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films.